Have my undies been in the frame the whole time? Oh, gross! One second. Oh my gosh, those are so... And not, still not out of the frame. And he threw them. Still not out of the frame. Guess who's back? Back again. Rubber watch is back. Taylor Fred. Guess who's back? 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 That's right. The Broverwatch is back. Welcome everybody back to the Broverwatch podcast. I'm Adam Cook, and as always, I'm joined by a man I can't tell the identity of. But I know it's Calder Amos Wood. Calder, how are you doing? Whoa! Didn't Whoa! It is you. Whoa! See, I said it was you, but if I'm being honest, I didn't know. You just—it was a guess. It was a guess. You were like, "Who else has a poster of a spaceman in their background? Who else has two spacemen in their background other than me? I've got a couple spacemen, but they're like different. They don't they're, really count. These ones are fake. Those that, are, the ones behind lights. you. One of the ones behind you is real, and I don't know which one is real. One of them actually happened. The other one's fake. Hey, here's... Ah, fuck. Here's the thing, boys. Oh, probably not good for audio. (laughs) This is an ASMR channel now. So, we're back, and we're changing the podcast completely. We're making a slime podcast for all the kids. Yeah, Yeah. this is now a kids' YouTube channel. We're exclusively talking about TikTok drama. Mm-hmm. And slime. And slime. Mostly slime, if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah, well, because the slime's the interesting part. And here's the thing. There's so much you could talk about about slime. We're, we're at, what, like episode 84 or something? We could probably do 800 episodes on slime. I, I've got a quick question for you right now. How mm. many colors are there? Of slime That's or in general? In, well, here's the thing. If it's a color, it can be slime. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Uh, it got mom said I'm gonna be a failure. Speaking fail. of failures, uh, we've been off for a little bit. Um, we didn't, so we knew we were probably gonna take a break for the holidays. We took it a little earlier than we anticipated because we just kind of just fell behind, and then we we're like, I guess we're on break. We didn't really tweet saying we were gone, but we we just figured, hey, well, let's stop. But hey, we're back. The Overwatch League starts again this week. We're excited. Um, so we're doing a little bit of a power rankings episode today. Calder and I have each ranked all of the teams in this preseason bout. Hey, get the fuck out of here, you fucking cat piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna take these sunglasses off. It's we're we're done that bit. That bit's been over for a while. I forgot they were on. But I'll uh, take these off too. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but then you couldn't see the power rankings. I feel like I'm in fucking high school again with this acne. Do you dude, ever think about the fact dude, that it's been three years since we were in high school? Yeah, it's been a while. You see this red dot right here? That's where I was bleeding out of my head a couple days ago. I know. I'm not telling you the story again. Um. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss our power rankings, and then we're going to make a uh, new one. Should we start bottom to top or top to bottom? I say probably top to bottom, right? Or no, we 
but bottom to top. Let's do bottom to top. And should we include well, tier breaks? I guess we can discuss that later, but because I'm a fiercely powerful bottom. Mm, true, you're a power bottom. I Let's know not this. Include tier breaks because I that's okay. just gonna okay. You know, sounds like a plan. So uh, let's get. I mean, wait, can I give a disclaimer before we do this? Yeah, I know mine are on the screen. Are they on the screen? Right not, now? not yet. Well, they're gonna be on the screen, and here's what's gonna happen. If anyone watches this, they're gonna look at it and go, "Calder's really dumb." But here's the thing. I've been passively following Overwatch <laughs> since we've gone on break. Yeah. Because. Well, fun fact: we the um, the main thing about a break is you take a break mm -hmm. so that's what you did so i pulled up every team preview that overwatch league has posted only one of them doesn't list the roster in a picture form which is atlanta reigns which i found very strange that is very strange they have their twitter posted there but i looked at all the rosters and i just did it that way nice and i just basically just guessed well yours and mine aren't totally off they're generally the same but there are a couple discrepancies I saw a lot of them on competitive Overwatch just so fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, I watched, uh, so Avast did his power rankings, and he ranked Atlanta at number two. And then Plat Chat, it was a reinforced sideshow and Custa. They were like, he's so stupid for having Atlanta number two. And then they made, Atla I don't think they had made Atlanta two, but they made Atlanta number three. And they were like, we didn't expect to make Atlanta number three. <laughs> As it just happened yeah. that way. But uh, so let's get into this. Switching over to this slide, uh, here is uh my list. Here is Calder's list, and uh, right here, right in the middle, we're gonna have the list. This is out of I'm order so right now. Hell, Jesus Christ! Listen, we kind of both are, aren't we? Oh, I'm gonna turn this off. Maybe that'll help. But uh, yeah. so right here, it was it was better before. I think it's just because you're using a white light. Like I'm using like kind of a yellow white. light. Yeah, that's a little oh, better. Wow, I look like a tanned king. <laughs> you look like you look, look like, like a beach goddess. Two minutes. Yeah, baby. All right, so right down the middle, it's out of order right now, but we're gonna be uh, ranking the Broverwatch rankings here in the middle. So, uh, do you have your list pulled up? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, I figured. Oh, here's an update. Mm. I got a new phone. No one, please text me. But I figured out that I can connect it to my computer. That's nice. Computer in Spanish. And I can actually send text yeah, from my okay. computer. Did you know that you could do that? I knew that you could do that. I don't do that. But I knew that I was a possibility that people could do. I so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull them up on El Computoro. Computoro. That. Oh, I thought that was. What do you think it was? Huh? Swedish. Uh... What was I saying before the podcast? That you Grankus, something like that. N not even a little bit of a recollection of Grankus. <laughs> not even the closest Grankus recollection. Cone. Grankus Cone. Uh, so let's start from the bottom of yours. Here's the thing about the bottom. I knew uh, three teams that were going to be at the bottom. Were those three? Paris, or sorry, London, Boston, LA, Valiant? Yes, because okay. Boston is a historically bad organization and really mm -hmm. didn't do much in the offseason. Except for get rid of most of their players and then get a bunch of 
unknown players. Yeah, which worked really well last season. Yeah. And then the Valiant, I feel like they're not super bad, but no. I feel like they're just not good. There's nothing like they're not super better than other teams, them. but they're not like just complete shit bags. Agreed. And then kind of the well with London, it's kind of weird because this is, seems like a transition year for them. Yeah, where they're just kind of going. They just wiped everything trying something new. Yeah. So, and I think we agree on those. We could probably debate the order of them yeah. for a little bit, but that's kind of like comparing pennies App- and air. It's like comparing two nickels and a dime. Yeah. Which one's better? Probably the dime. Probably the dime because it's smaller it less. and it weighs less. And, nickels and it doesn't just feel like suck. a quarter when you're trying to get a quarter, which I've never done. I'd, ra- I'd rather have pennies than nickels. I hate nickels. I'd rather have neither. Agreed, just, actually. Here's what we do. Let's put all our faith in cyber money. Because <laughs> that can't go wrong. Going to have to disagree if I'm being fully honest with you. Well, you've never taken an microeconomics so, course. So. so here's what I have. So I made this a couple days ago. So I have it Boston last, then Fuel, then Valiant. Fuel. Yeah, but I'd put... I'm willing to put Dallas higher, especially since today they announced Crimzo's on the roster. Why do people dislike Fuel so much? I don't fully understand. Because I so, looked at their team, and I don't like the organization, but the players on the team seem pretty good. Yes. So, a Gamsu, good. My my main issues with... Um, uh, with fuel this season is they're be- they're putting a lot on note. He's the only off tank and he didn't mm-hmm. really uh, impress me last season. If I'm being fully honest with but you, but OG was, wasn't playing for a lot of it. That's true. Yeah. I, I do think that note will likely better... do better with a better team around him. Yeah. And they've got much better DPS this year. Mm-hmm. They've got Crimzo to back up, uh, closer and Unco because he, well, actually, Harry Hook's on the team too, but I don't know what. To do. Well, yeah, that's Harry that's Hook's the other thing. It's like they've got three off or flex healers and one main healer. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people have argued that Harry Hook could do both. So uh, yeah, I think Harry Hook can do both. Uh, but their DPS is better this year, and I think Zachary's probably gonna. Yeah. I know people shit on him last year. wasn't that bad last no. year, but he's probably gonna be better this year. I yeah, I think. And Decay I, in Doha is actually a decent. I think I put and, Dallas too low. Yeah. I'm, but I, I also feel like everyone else kind of put Dallas too low because they don't like Dallas. You know? I'm rooting for Dallas. I just don't think it's going to work. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because Mickey's now a streamer, so he's not on the team. So Note is the only off healer. I feel like he might do better with Gam. Basically, if Note and Gamsu return to like um, the Boston. synergy that they had when they were on Boston, because during that time Boston was actually pretty good, and that's about the only time Boston's ever been good. Well, they were really good for like a while, eight weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I have I agree that I have Dallas too low. So my point is that uh. So who should we put last, Boston or Valiant? For me Probably personally, Boston. okay, I was going to say, just because 
Valiant, I feel like, has the potential for, like... Because when I look at Valiant, I say they've got a lot of unproven young talent. Mm. Boston, I just think they just didn't know what to do. I don't know. I still don't think... Yeah, they definitely don't know what to do at all. I've seen... Um. I know a lot... A lot of people like uh, Jerry because Jerry seems like he's just a very wholesome boy. There's mm-hmm. like a video of him wrapping tinfoil around his feet so he could walk outside because he'd never seen snow before. It's like that's a that's a personality. So I hope that he does well on stage so that he can be like a present. I mean, there's there's guys on Boston that I want to do well, like Muffin and yeah. Color Hex and you know Swimmer. I like yeah. Swimmer's Twitter and stuff. Yeah. I think but, both uh, Boston and Valiant are teams that I have no faith in, but I feel like could, like, ha- they have the potential to be uh, big surprises. Mm-hmm. Especially when everyone puts them last. Yeah. So I'm down for Boston, then Valiant. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So next, uh, you have London. Um. You've got Dallas, right? I guess technically I'd have Dallas then. Uh, Where's London for you? London for me is fifth last. Also, if you just get called because I didn't send you the image. If you go to my Twitter, I tweeted it. So it's one of my tweets if you want to see my. Wow, no, extra work for Calder today. Sorry, huh? dude. But uh, <laughs> just to make it easier is all I'm saying. Um, this is my happy face. So. I think uh, no, it's not. That wasn't a good joke. This is my happy face. So fucking stupid. I fucking hate them. <laughs> but uh, I have, or no, you have Chengdu much higher than I do, and um, I think it was uh, Howlier from uh, the Casual Overwatch League fans podcast who said who like commented on my tweet saying like Chengdu's a little low. Um, mm. And I was basically like, yeah, I feel I know Chengdu is going to be like middle of the pack, like middle to lower of middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what teams to put them above, but I definitely put them higher than where they are on my list. Um, okay, let's see who you've got above Chengdu. You've got London. I really don't believe in London at all. And I think this team, this Chengdu, I'm sorry, I'm actually dying right now. <laughs> I think the Chengdu team is much better than yeah. uh, London. And Chengdu does and, have leave. And here's the thing about Paris. I don't think Paris is a bad team at in Stage 3, but for the first two stages... Well, there's not even stages, but in the yeah. in the second half of the season. But in the first half of the season, I don't think they're going to be very good. Yeah. Because they're getting all their players like as the season goes on, which is kind of shock season one thing where they weren't great at the start but they got much better at the end i do also feel like because i made this list before the um the hero pools update was announced but i feel like chengdu would actually be a team that benefits from that too um if if ball is banned one week they might have some trouble but i think they are a team that is very good at just trying random things so i think they could Uh benefit from the kind of of chaos of that uh so yeah i I definitely Uh, it still is a roll lock, which will hurt them a bit. Kind yeah. of. Uh, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, 
They've got a lot more people on their team. Or, like, they've got a lot more depth, I think. Yeah. Like, I think there's some good, like, players on here. Um, like Yeah, I think they've Glister, got a lot more depth than they did last season. Glister's a, a good pickup, I think. I think I'd love to see Krillin prove himself. And, like, with London, too, they have four oh. of each role. So, like, if some things don't work out, yeah. they can try other things. That's why I have them slightly higher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I could see that. I just I th- maybe it's because I didn't like them last season, and then they kind of seem like they're throwing away this season, which yeah. I, they obviously aren't. I don't think they're going to do that, but I I don't think this team is going to be um, great. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I'd be willing to put them fourth last. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, even though I put Paris a bit higher, I agree that because until Sparkle comes of mm-hmm. age, they're gonna have to use Nico, who wasn't very awe-inspiring. Yeah. So I I don't know if they'll be able to crawl out of the hole, and I think they might suffer from the same thing that Sinatra did, where there was just so much hype around him going in, mm-hmm. and then he came and like did well, but it's not like he carried the team to greatness. And I think that's yeah. gonna happen with Sparkle. So I'd yeah, say. I can see that want to put Paris third last that's lower than both of us put it but mm, yeah uh sure and then we put London right above them yeah and then put London fourth last and then I know we said we wouldn't do tier breaks but I'd say that's a solid tier break where those are the four that what, work... at London yeah where those are the four where we're like we don't know about those four yeah I, I would say that so let's let's briefly talk about Paris because we didn't really say much about Paris. I just feel like this is a team that is shifting in a direction, Mm -hmm. but they're still in the shifting phase. They haven't shifted yet. Yeah, and they're going to be in the shifting phase for, like, the first... I don't know exactly when they get their players back, but I think it's around May when they're kind of all a complete team. Yeah. I I think it's like two-thirds of their games will be played before... uh, Sparkle Are their whole comes. teams together? Yeah. And here's the thing. the like Their DPS seem good, like Soon's good, Sparkle's good, but we don't get him for a while. Um, is it Eggsy or Z? I'm going to say Eggsy. Z-I. I yeah, said it's Zay, about but... halfway through the season when they get Sparkle. If I'm remembering the numbers correctly, I could definitely be remembering them wrong, though. Yeah. Uh, and then their support's decent. They've got Gray and Cruz, which are decent. Um, FD God apparently is pretty good. But the tanks are where I'm scared about. Let's look at these tanks. Their main tanks are either Ben Best or No Smite, who are both players that were benched because they didn't do very well last season. Yeah. So unless one of them steps up big, they're going to have a main tank problem. Is Hanbin a main tank? I think Hanbin's an off tank. Apparently, Smex is pretty good, so maybe Smex pops off. But I just I feel like that main tank position. No Smite did okay. Uh, yeah, he wasn't like bad, but oh yeah, Hanbin's an off tank, and then Smex is an off tank too. Okay, so I'd assume. I don't know, because here's I think the thing: this team's got another. Like this season, and then a little bit into next season, before they're like solid. Like next off season, I think. 
that I believe a lot of the contracts that they have under like right now. Yeah. Will I be could done if I'm remembering correctly. Even if he uh, pops off this season, I could easily see see either a soon retirement after this season or a soon gets onto another team but is like kind of like a bench player. Um next season. Just because I don't yeah. think they'll hold on to soon. I it looks like they're gonna lean towards full Korean, honestly. Yeah. Just because, like, I, if I you see that. if you look at them, the promising players on their team are all Korean ones. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking at Ben Best or Nico going, "Oh yeah, that's the future mm-hmm. of this team." Well, the thing with Nico is that he's pretty young. Yeah, that's true. Which is which is a nice. I don't know how old Soon is, but you know, Soon and Ben Best and like Gray, Hype and Cruz are kind of older. Yeah. So, <clears throat> although to be fair, like Sparkle's even younger. And he's easily like more promising than any of yeah. them. So, but we'll see how Nico does this year. I, don't know. I, th- I think Paris has the if they can get a decent amount of wins before Sparkle shows up, they have potential. They have playoff potential. Yeah, but I just I didn't like this team at all last season, and they're no. kind of going to be the same team until they get all their Korean boys. Yeah, so we'll see how they do. Agreed. But, uh, I'm not expecting a lot from them this season, but next season I'm going to be expecting a lot more. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, so then we have a tier break after London because London, I think, they have some promising players. It's just, it's basically, a, it's a whole new team. So Other than yeah. Krillin, but we saw him play like twice. All right, so then there's a tier break. Uh, so then next you have Florida Mayhem. I technically, I guess, have Chengdu. But I think Chengdu should be higher. But you have Florida Mayhem, so I don't think Florida's this bad. But it was kind of those situations where I was like making the list, and I was looking at the teams, and I was like, I think this team's a little better. I think this team's a little better, and they just kind of ended up this low. Yeah. Um. So I'm seeing an easy solution here. I I think that whole second to last tier and the one above it are kind of fluid like they could change around a lot for me mm-hmm. um see i bottom see two, the and the top two for me are kind of permanent all right well that'll be exciting to get to there but uh i th- i think i see an easy solution here because i had dallas pretty low you have dallas right above florida mm-hmm. but i have florida quite a bit higher so, so i'd be just put dallas so i'd say dallas at the bottom of mm-hmm. this tier so then i guess uh, the, so why do you think Florida's so much better? Well, I only have Florida about three or four above where you put them, right? Mm-hmm. I just think... Um, here, let me... So I think that uh, Gargoyle was very promising uh, last season. I think Gangnam Jin apparently is crazy good. So I think mm-hmm. that's a crazy pickup for them. Fate, I hope that... I, I, I was watching, uh, I think it's divide by Divided by Zero's Power Rankings video, and he basically said if if Florida does really bad this season again, I think that's it for Fate. I think this is his last chance to prove that he still deserves to be here. Yeah. Um, apparently, Yaki is also a great DPS player. Saya player. I, f- I feel like Saya player is li- slightly too hyped up. I feel like when he's not on Widow, he's a- average. Yeah. But then when he's on Widow, he's nuts. So mm-hmm. BQB was all right. 
Um, I don't know. I just feel like they they made some great moves. It's not enough for them to be great, but the moves were great, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, all these, like these next eight teams for me are kind of liquid all in the same tier ish yeah like the top four i think barring some interior troubles um are better but mm-hmm. the bottom four could easily pass them for me mm-hmm. so you know florida was very good at the end of last season hopefully they can keep it going yeah um, and you know I'd i'd be fine to put florida right above dallas I, th- I think they have potential to be surprisingly really good, mm. but there's also potential for them to be just as bad as they've always been. I think they, I think there's a very little chance that they are last. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. Um, yeah. All right, next you have Dallas, which we've already put. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd say we just put Toronto next, because next on yours is Toronto, and next yeah. on mine is Toronto. <laughs> I was very excited for Toronto coming into this season. Same. I, I know you were too. But then I was making these and I was like, maybe it's all the the posts I'm reading about like these teams and one of them was like, Toronto's not doesn't have a carry hero, which I don't fully agree with as something that you need when you're playing Overwatch, like a carry player. Yeah, I don't know if you need one, but I also feel like they also it, have it can one. Help. I yeah. feel like sure for can often be a carry. But I I'm kind of worried about how the team is going to like fully mesh because mm. they they're taking a lot of like pieces from different places and some of those pieces haven't played in the 2 years they've been in the league. Yeah. Uh other pieces are very good. Yeah. But then others are like unknowns. So how do we do I, that? I mean, their main tank is Beast, and no one's like... And they've got no backup for Beast. Yeah, and no one knows if Beast is good enough. Yeah. Nevix hasn't played in two years, so there's a lot of question marks about their tanks. Mm-hmm. Kareev is great. Sherfor is great. Like, Logic's Mangachu, great. Agilities is great. But you can't really win on DPS alone. No. And, like, both Mangachu and Agilities have, like, high highs, low lows. Mm-hmm. Um... So that's tough. I think I think agility sure for would likely be the most often played duo. I feel like logic sure for could be played sometimes depending on the heroes mm-hmm. being played. Um, yeah, I think Toronto made the correct moves for their team because yeah. they were easily the most forgettable team last season. That's very true. People would just forget that they existed because they weren't very marketable. I think they made their team very marketable by not only getting likable players, but also getting some Canadian talent. So they have Mangachu Agilities and Sure4. Have my undies been in the frame the whole time? Oh, gross. One second. Oh my gosh. those are so- And not still not out of the frame. And he threw them. Still not out of the frame. At least you can't tell what they are now. Here's the pro, Calder. How does my Botox you, look? You can tell that they're underwear less now 
The con is they're more in the frame because you're less in front of them. <laughs> I'm more comfy like this, though. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I think... I, 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 I want to get a new chair. Oh. I want to live somewhere where the desk isn't decided for me. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, for sure. Because this desk sucks shit. It's not big <laughs> enough for all my stuff. I hate it. When when my mom mentioned the the possibility of maybe me like living where you're at for a bit, I was like, here's mm-hmm. the issue. I've got so much furniture and all the furniture's chosen there already. Where the heck do, would I put all my stuff? Yeah. That would make no sense. Also, don't live here. It's yeah, no, I was joking. It was, it's not going to happen. But uh, So Toronto, yeah, but I think, any- made the correct moves for the organization. As far as winning goes, I think they they could do well. I I see this as one of the teams who's most likely to have some mid-season pickups. Yeah. Just cuz I definitely see a a main tank even if Beast does well. I, I could see them picking up a main tank on a team that's kind of floundering. Beast could pop off and be very surprising, but even then I'd say they'd probably get another one. I th- I will say Nevix apparently was like almost like a coach on San Francisco where he was like yeah. teaching, helping teach the tanks a lot. Well, cause he was like teaching Choi Hoban how to play characters and then Choi Hoban was getting MVP. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So I think, I think beast being matched with Nevix is good. Cause I think Nevix could probably help beast a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's a positive side. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Toronto is a team that I think, a lot of people were very, very excited about. And when I started seeing power rankings coming out, I was like, why does everyone have Toronto so low? And then I made my power rankings, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seems about right. So that's Toronto right above Florida. What's next? So next, you have Washington. I have Houston. Another one of those teams. Well, okay, I want to ask you about Houston, because a lot of people have been putting Houston low. Hmm. But I look at their team, and then specifically the their biggest pickup of the season was Harsha. Mm-hmm. For sure. And everyone's got them pretty low. Is that just because they're Houston and they don't believe in them? No. So a Is lot it... of the arguments I've heard against Houston are Mecco's a big pickup, but he's not only never played on a mixed roster, but he's never played not with the LW Blue slash new york excelsior squad mm-hmm. um another argument is that um blase and hydration have a lot of overlap as far as hero pool goes well that was just them being super dumb yeah a little bit <laughs> although apparently hydration's been doing more tank stuff but if that's the case then what's mecco and muma doing right it's like our yeah. which one of those is subbing well, out for be, hydration it could be ball and I will say, hi, hydration. I think the hero pools makes hydration much more valuable as well, because mm-hmm. uh, he could play almost He's anything. Flexible, yeah. Um, and then I think, I think Repel and Jexa is a great. I think a lot of people made their power rankings before Jexa was on the mm-hmm. roster, but I think that bumps them up a lot. Um, yeah, I'd be willing to put Houston a little higher than they are but not much higher. So if you look at my list, there was a tier break where it's just Houston and Toronto together. And I did that because those are the two teams who I feel like have very promising players and could have a lot of high highs. 
but could also mm-hmm. have a lot of low lows. Like, I feel yeah. like they both have potential to be very good and very bad. Mm-hmm. I could see that, yeah. Like, I just I, didn't understand, like, the the very low. Yeah, I didn't understand uh, them being, like, fourth last. Yeah. Um, I feel like Houston, though, has the biggest disappointment potential. Unless, like, San Francisco somehow bombs, I think Houston has the most disappointment mm-hmm. potential. Because they made huge moves. And the roster looks very promising. Yeah. Um, it, well, here's my thinking when I look at this team. The team I see here is Jexa Repel, mm-hmm. and then Mecco Muma, mm-hmm. which is, in theory, obviously all these preseason power rankings are in theory. Yeah. But they're playing together throughout this whole summer, right? So they're building some sort of chemistry, and it's been a pretty long offseason compared to last season. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, it's shorter than last season. What am I saying? Yeah, but it it feels like it's been a pretty long offseason. Also, apparently, most teams have only been playing together for like a month and a half at most. Because mm. like, which is, I mean, that's still still decent, fine. Um, and then you've got hydration, and then you know Dante or probably Dante, right? Hydration yeah. and Dante. My guess is it'll be Hydration Dante most of the time. Maybe bring in Linkser for like hit scan specialist maps and bring in Blase if it's like a Doomfist specific thing or maybe like yeah. if he's been I, grinding certain heroes. I still don't understand the Blase thing. Mm. That's That was weird to me. Even like I'm glad he found a team. I think he's it. good enough to be on a team. I just don't know why you have him and Hydration both on the same team. Yeah. Uh, but I think Houston's probably a little better than people give him credit for because... I'd agree. I feel like a lot of people are just saying, I mean, it's it's Houston at the end of the day. Yeah. But they've... I think they also need credit for all the stuff they changed in the background. Okay. And the fact that they brought the chemistry specialist into the team. So the teams that are kind of all around the same place for us are Washington, Houston, and Hangzhou. We kind of have all around the same spot. You have it Washington, uh, then Hangzhou, then Houston, mm-hmm. as far like from worst to best, and then I have Houston, Washington, Hangzhou. Yeah. So. Um. And then and then you also have Chengdu in there, which I had low. So I'd actually say maybe Chengdu a- above Toronto. Yeah. Sure. Uh. So we'll do that. Because I think Chengdu has some promise. It's just they're very weird. So they're very unexpected. That's true. They are very weird. Um, I'd be willing to put Houston right above Chengdu. Or wait, no. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what that list looks like that you're making. Do you want me to recap real quick? I mean, I'll live. But just do whatever you think is right. So, okay. Just to clarify where we're at right now, we have Toronto, then Chengdu, and we're arguing whether it should be Washington, Houston, or Hangzhou above Chengdu. Washington, Houston, or Hangzhou. So which of those three so are worse? Let's, let's th- look at Washington, okay? Okay, sounds good. A very good team at the end of last season. Yes. One now, the were they very that- good, or was it just... Uh, I think they were very good, because it was... It wasn't the meta so much. It was more about like the skill of players that they had on their team. Like Corey was one of the reasons they were very good. 
It was more and two, then, two, two coming than it was meta. You're saying? Yeah, because they're. I don't think the team could just like communicate at all before two, two, two. Yeah, because that was a that's a communication. Goats was a pretty communication heavy uh, lineup, and also their coaching was weak. Um, I don't know what to tell you about that one. Who's their staff right now? They've got John Galt. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's decent. So now this team looks better than they did last season. I'm not going to say they're the best team, but I feel like the players that they have are a lot better than the players that they had Mm -hmm. before. Like Roar is arguably, a well, not arguably. He's actually... I'd say he's better than Yanis, but like, I think Roar was a bit disappointing. Last season, yeah. Yeah. Um, I but feel they've like also got Lullish and Ellie vote who are good and young and unproven, mm-hmm. which I've is heard a lot of, of people exciting. saying like that they're going to run roar Ellie vote. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe that's some insider information, but I feel like they should go Lullish Ellie vote just because synergy. Yeah. I, they should just try stuff, honestly. Yeah. Because this season is going to be the season where they win the championship. The only concern I have, the biggest concern I have with this team, because here's the thing, they only have two healers, but I think Ark Aim God's decent. Like, people have talked about Aim God's, like, uh, per- like his personality issues, mm-hmm. but, like, all of the also, Washington... He was also on Boston, too. Yeah, and to be fair. Everyone talks about how shit Boston Boston is. will ruin anybody's... Uh, personality yeah. but also just judging from a lot of the washington media that i've seen uh aim god seems to be much happier in washington uh and arc uh i i hope he like he didn't do bad last season but i hope he bounces back this season to be mm-hmm. a bit more season one arc than season two arc the biggest yeah. concern i have is that teams had mi- a minimum of eight players and they only have eight players yeah they could they could use some Someone more else yeah uh luckily for them Corey, yeah. fantastic yeah hopefully you can keep that up this season uh stratus was very good when he was some people call him a may one trick but um i think he's got potential to do I, more yeah uh and then tuba no clue <laughs> but we'll see i think I remember him being kind of an unknown signing, even when yeah, everyone was, was like, "Who? Everyone was like, what? Who? Megalol?" Which I don't know. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't, that's not gonna rub me the wrong way. But as the right way is the question, and that's a no. I feel like I feel like Washington. I'm rooting for, and I think they're who they have are pretty good. Um, they just don't have a lot. Yeah. So yeah, now, I agree with you on that. Now Hangzhou. Hangzhou. We've already discussed uh, Houston. Let's go Hangzhou. So Hangzhou is basically the same team as last season, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they added Coldest. Um, and then I think they added Sassin? Or no, they had Sassin no, last the, season. They have everyone on their team that they had last season. Coldest well, was an ad. but... It, that's not on their active roster. Oh well, they they added coldest. Oh, I know right. they did that. They still have crystal, which 
I here's the thing. I'm pretty sure people out of contract. I'm pretty sure Crystal's still on contract, but he's not on the team. Yeah, but you can't like buy him out or something. Maybe they just don't. Well, I don't know, man. I guess I don't know. But this team was really. Were they? They were. They, yeah, they were really were, good last. There season. were points where people were like their top four team, but there were also points where people said they were bottom like five six team. They had mm-hmm. they they were very up and down. Which is why I yeah. think they should be middle of the pack because they're very up and down. But they f- finished fourth, I think, right? Yeah, they finished fourth. They finished pretty high, yeah. Um, uh, so that's not bad. That's pretty good. I okay, yeah. So here's, I feel like they could get kind of run over by the other teams though. Yeah, because they haven't changed a lot, which is good. But they also haven't changed a lot. Yeah, and the season's going to be a lot different next season, a lot more traveling. Um, and I don't want to bring this in as like a light topic thing, but also if the coronavirus is still going on yeah, and it's like still spreading, that could probably affect some of the Chinese players as well. Well, it's been like, announced that unless things change in that regard, um, all of the, uh, Chinese home stands have been canceled. I I was I'm not saying the players are going to get it. I'm just saying like it'll affect them. They're yeah, even like other Asian uh countries it could spread. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it doesn't, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's all that's also something you got to think about a little bit. Well, that yeah, that's another thing cuz they probably won't be allowed to visit home. Yeah. So that could that could affect things. Yeah. So here's what I propose. So we're debating Washington, Hangzhou, and Houston. Uh, I'd say it, it, I, it would go in that order from bottom to top. Washington, Hangzhou, Houston. I think Hangzhou has a better chance to – has a. I think Hangzhou is more likely to be better than Houston, mm-hmm. but with the – no Chinese homestands because I think the homestands will be massive boosts for teams. Yeah. Um. So with no Chinese homestands, um, and with not being able to visit home most likely, and with hydration's flexibility on Houston for the hero pools, I think that Houston mm-hmm. should be above Hangzhou personally. Yeah, I I agree with that. So Washington, Hangzhou, Houston. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Okay. So should should there be a a tier break anywhere in there? Uh, maybe right there. Is that a, is that their own tier, or who else is, would be in that tier? The tier would be from bottom to top: Dallas, Florida, Toronto, Chengdu, and then debating where to put it amongst Washington, Hangzhou, Houston. I think you put it before Washington. So in between Washington and Hangzhou, or in between Washington and Chengdu. Chengdu. Okay. Sure. I think Chengdu can like move up to that tier, mm-hmm. but I think that's a pretty conservative estimate. Yeah, because Chengdu is a good team and a fun team to watch, but they're also not—they have potential to flop. Yeah, and they also have potential to just be middle of the pack again. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, did we? We kind of talked about Chengdu's flexibility, but they only bit. kind of added leave, right? Yeah. Um, add... Oh, they added uh, healers and stuff. Too. They they added more than I remember. Yeah. I just remembered. 
but um they've mostly just like and i will say like just to cover like i think leave jinmu is a very good uh dps line um mm-hmm. and bacon jack's a good backup i think elsa is one of the most underrated players in the league mm-hmm. Amang, hopefully he's been grinding more tanks than just ball um yeah and then their healers are generally pretty good. So I think I think they're decent. I just they have potential. They're they're weird. So they have potential. They have to very middle of the pack potential to me. Agreed. But also they might be the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on, Soul? it makes sense to just put Seoul because yes. I have Seoul right above Houston. You have Seoul right above Hangzhou. So why are we putting Seoul here is the question asked by thousands across the by world. By all right of our now. millions of listeners. Trillions of listeners. My point on this would be they started the offseason huge by getting profit and gesture. And then they just mm-hmm. got rid of Ryuji Hong and Fleta. Mm-hmm. And they also signed Bedoshin. So I feel like this this is like split into 50% like soul from last season which is like fits illicit um marvel i think marvel's quite good michelle and then toby well marvel's not playing though that's the thing that's true because gesture i think marvel's better than gesture i i wouldn't say that gesture was still good last season i think gesture is one of the bright spots last season one of the bright spots on a bad team though and i think it's also not his completely his fault but here's the thing i don't i know a lot of people say that fisher left uh soul because of like because he's like flaky and like he just quits teams and he gets grumpy or whatever i think a lot of it was because marvel was just better so he's like yeah oh, i'm i'm just not better than marvel mm-hmm. which we'll get to when we get to vancouver <laughs> but <laughs> uh i don't know i just think soul Made good. I think Profit's a great pickup, but I don't think Jester has the most intense eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> you see his picture? Even yeah. in like the small version, it's they're kind of scaring me. Here's how I'm gonna frame this. Let's look at their team. Okay, mm. let's, let's look, look at, at their team. So we've got DPS lineup of Profit and Illicit, right? Half of that's really good. The other half is. It's a, it's a, it's deep. Fitz and Elizabeth, Elizabeth are like middle of the pack, yeah. Yeah. And then their tank line is Gesture Michelle. Again, half is really good. I mean, this is all in theory, actually. But half is really good. Half is average middle of the pack. Which, see, I agree. But I think we are thinking the opposite of what the other person's thinking. I, I, I think. Even though they play different roles, I think Michelle had more impact on Seoul last season than Gesture had on London. Yeah. Um, I'm, here's what we'll do. <laughs> the hacker uh, man is okay. going in. Let's look at the supports now while I look this up. But okay, Then the supports are... Toby, Creative, and Bedosian. Bedosian. So probably Bedosian... Toby, right? Yeah, probably Bedosian Toby. Bedosian Toby. Now here, Toby has Toby hasn't played with a flex healer that wasn't Ryuji Hong in like three years. That's interesting. 
So just all of a sudden adopting Bedosian. I f- and I feel like there's some weird potential for these London players to come in and be like, this is our team now. I also see that. Which I don't like that. Yeah, I, I haven't. We uh, This is well recorded, uh, but I haven't been a fan of London. <laughs> um, Hence you putting them third last. <laughs> Well, London last season, London yeah. this season is a completely different team, but London last season and the season before I wasn't really a fan of because of that whole mentality that we talked about 8,000 times on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but the team was good. They weren't where they finished in the standings good, but they were good. Like yeah. the players on the team are good. Mm-hmm. So... Either this fucking sucks, or it's fine. Yeah, that's how this team is going to go in my head. This, I, I yeah, I feel like this team could either be like a fifth place team, like mm-hmm. fifth, sixth, maybe seventh, where like they make it into the playoffs, mm-hmm. or they're like just barely edging into the play-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah kind of like last year a little bit they they were they were decently solid last year but um i don't know i feel like they're either gonna do do quite well Mm -hmm. or like we said the the london versus seoul thing is gonna like blow them up from the inside Mm -hmm. but also this is the home team of these london guys that's true like, this is where they live, and this is where their families are, so that could change stuff. That's true. And I kind of forget that Profit's probably one of the most talented players in the league. Yeah. Uh, and I think last season London is hard to judge because of how weak the Eastern Conference was. Yeah. Like, it, they were second, and they, the other teams in the, that uh, conference weren't good at all. That's yeah. why they were second. And I, they also, like, I think they didn't look great because they didn't have a lot of competition to play against. Yeah. Because they could kind of cruise in and be okay. And then they got into that mentality kind of like New York, which mm-hmm. we talked about when they were in the playoffs of, we're fine. We're New York. We're really good. We got first in the East. No problem. And then so, they get there and they're like, oh, actual competition. Yeah, so now these guys are playing in their hometown in a difficult conference and on a new team where they have higher expectations. Yeah. So I think that could change a lot for them. That's true, that's if true. they're not complete toxic little boys. That's true. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, think, I think right above Houston's good. And I'd say that's a, that's a decent tier break where I think... Yeah. I think uh, Washington, Hangzhou, Houston, Seoul are all high potential, but Kinda. also chance to blow up. Yeah. I, or I wouldn't say Hangzhou has a chance to blow up. I just have think they have a chance to be very lackluster. Yeah. All right. I would agree with that. So next. I think uh, we're in the top half now, right? Yeah, we're in the top half now. Okay. So next, uh, I'd say it would make sense to put Guangzhou because you put Guangzhou right above Seoul. I put uh, Guangzhou two above Seoul, 
but the one in between is Vancouver, which you have much higher. So that's likely going to go up. Yeah. So I say Guangzhou here. So let's let's take a gander down to old Guangzhou Charge Park, if you will. <laughs> will you? Yeah. Uh, this team was one of the biggest surprises last season. Yeah. Other than Atlanta, maybe, it was probably the most successful expansion team. Not true. Vancouver. Didn't even consider them. <laughs> but yeah, I, second I get place saying. in the whole league. <laughs> Not very good. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They were, they were a lot better than a lot of people thought they would be because they were them and Chengdu were kind of bottom tier on a lot of tier lists going in. Uh, yeah, but Guangzhou impressed last season, last half of last season. Yeah, and they've added a bit and cut a bit but they kept they kept much the core team. i'd yeah. say the core was like who was their off tank last season i'm blanking uh, why am i blanky why am i a little blanky boy uh um, i'll figure it out you just keep talking okay what are you gonna say i'd say their core last season was nero rio Shu. oh it was hotba hotba right hotba so it was Nero, Rio, and Shu, I'd say, were, and probably Happy, were like the core. And they kept that. And Eileen was quite good when he came in. Yeah. Um, I feel like a point I've heard made about Guangzhou is all of the players are good. None of them are great. You could yes. argue that maybe Nero is great on certain heroes. Happy is great on certain heroes. I'd say. I mean, Shu was great yeah. in the first stage too. Yeah, I'd say Shu is probably the greatest. He, he could be great on mm. this team. Like, he could move into that top uh, flex support spot. But like, as much as I like Neptuno and think he's good, uh, he's not as good as a lot of his fans think he is. <laughs> like, he's That's good. Very true. He's good, but like. I don't know. And I feel like this team mostly isn't very flexible, which will be a downfall a bit in mm -hmm. uh hero pools. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of these players play one or two heroes. Nero's Nero's decently flexible. But Yeah, Neptuno's well they have Char too, so I'm not really too worried about Neptuno. I don't think Neptuno's gonna play that often, honestly. Yeah. I think Guangzhou uh, will do well. I think I just, a lot of I think Neptuno and Wuya, I don't know. Wuya? Wuya? Wuya. Uh I feel like their travel uh like kind of pickups where they just put them in when they're traveling a lot and someone's like I'm really fucking tired. Maybe. Uh which is also another thing that we haven't really talked about cuz these players are talking about how much more of a toll it's going to be this season. Yeah. I, that's yet to be seen. I think it'll make the league a little more interesting, and I think it'll make players less uh, likely to be so anal about practicing twelve to fourteen hours a day. Yeah, I guess, which I I think can only help both the players and the fans. I guess that being considered too, um, I don't I I don't know if we should go back and change Washingtons, but they have the least traveling. And I think they have the most home stands. I don't think we change them, but like no. that's something to consider a bit too. Mm -hmm. Although I will say Guangzhou, 
I think was going to be the biggest benefactor from uh, homestands. Home because yeah. I think they had three or four. I think three. Three homestands. And China, the Chinese fan base was massive. And they love Guangzhou. Yeah, uh, I think they, I think they te- kind of love uh, Chengdu a bit more, just because they're actually fully Chinese. A more fun. But like oh, Guangzhou's big too. Like there was like mm-hmm. a Guangzhou watch party in a mall. Like that's nuts. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, we, that being taken away might actually be a big detriment as well. I always forget about how big cities in China are because I was listening to the H three podcast and you know how they shut down literally an entire. City. That city has more people than any North American city in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I so Guangzhou, I think, the team is very good, but I think the uh, the home stands being canceled could um could could be a downside. So I'm fine putting them at the bottom of this tier. Um, Yeah. So then next, you have Shanghai. I have Shanghai quite a bit higher. This I, is, w- l- I'm kay. gonna be fully honest. I don't completely understand the Shanghai thing, and I think that's just because I wasn't paying absolute, absolute full attention during the last half of the off season. Mm. After who was it? Like after the Harsha news and stuff, I kind of tuned out because I was just like, I had exams and yeah, stress and tired, shit, and yeah. I just didn't want to what i'll say Uh, is i think everything everywhere we've placed so far has been generally pretty easy to place from here on out it's going to be tough other than like maybe the top three well the top one's obvious yeah (laughs) uh yeah i i'm looking at the shanghai roster now and they're much better than they looked when i first looked at them because Mm. When I looked at them, I looked at the thing, and it was half new players, and I didn't read the names fully. Yeah. Because I was just, you know, dumb. But their starting lineup of, like, so their healers would be Iziaki and probably uh, and Luffy. Or what's the other one? Lee? Lee Jagon? Lee, J- Lee Jagon. He was, he was from Moranaway. He, he did quite well. Yeah, so those all three of those are good. I'm assuming the Jagon's good, but yeah, yeah, they're all good. Their tanks are Void, Gagiri, and Stand One, Stand and and one. Fearless is that back now. They promoted Fearless. Didn't he like hit his girlfriend or something? No, you're thinking of uh, undead. No, not undead. Oh yeah, different guy. Yeah, Fear- Fearless Dick was Brent. on the team, and then they let go of him, and he was on their academy team, and he just absolutely crushed. Like, he yeah, was so clearly that's... just on a completely other level, so they're like, okay, come on. That's good. Maybe Void can bounce back this season, because I was very down on Void last yeah. season. I will say, of this team, probably the the biggest question mark is the off-tanks, because Void was okay, and Gigiri, mm-hmm. she was generally good when she was played, but she wasn't really played. Yeah, uh, she usually came in for. Weird. I, I I wish she played more. I she mainly came in for like hog stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it was big. There was a big Zarya. I don't really that much. 
much last season. It's yeah. so weird. I think it's just because, I don't know, they mostly played their DPS on. Anyway, uh, and then their DPS is very good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this team's better than I rated them, so we can put them a little higher. Okay, so we'll put Shanghai a little higher. Where'd you put Shanghai? So you I put Shanghai, I put Shanghai fourth. Fourth, yeah. And I put them... So so I put... <laughs> it's seventh. funny. I put Shanghai fourth, and you put them quite a bit lower. You put Vancouver fourth, and I put them quite a bit lower. Uh, yeah. So I think Vancouver was another one with me, kind of like Shanghai, where I was just like, it's Vancouver, they'll okay yeah well, well as i'm thinking about it yeah we'll get to that in a sec <laughs> but so i i think we should leave shanghai to later and put them a bit higher okay because i think that was just an error in judgment on my part so then next just judging from where we've put stuff if we were doing next on my list it would either be vancouver or philly if it was your list it would either be gladiators or rain i think rain's so, a lot higher than than where I put them. Where you put them, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot higher would be, like, two. Two higher, probably. Yeah. Yeah. A lot Hopefully, higher. Vancouver? So okay. Vancouver didn't change much, but they changed a lot at the same time, yeah. if that makes sense. They, they didn't got rid change of... many numbers-wise, but yeah. what the they got rid of changes meant. They got rid of Bumper and TZ, which... Yeah, yeah TZ was just a dumb one. Uh, I think TZ is like the most sure, sure thing to get picked up mid-season by a team. Yeah, it's stupid that he's like. Honestly, maybe Toronto. If Beast doesn't do well, completely see him going to Toronto. I would love that. Uh, so they picked up Fissure and Ryujihong though, which in theory is very good. I don't know how that's gonna work though. So let's tackle Fissure. You get rid of two tanks. I would break him. Did you see how skinny he is? <laughs> True. Uh, so you get rid of Bumper and TZ. Bumper's been with this organization, not the Vancouver organization, but the Runaway organization, mm-hmm. and all these players for years. Yeah. And they've built a synergy. They've grown together. TZ was with them for a while, then left, and then came back, and was very reliable. Very reliable main tank, I'd say TZ yeah. was. Bumper's and a bit... pretty much got them to the finals. Yeah. Bumper's a Not bit... Not single-handedly, but he was one of the reasons that they got to the finals, because I don't think they get that far with Bumper. Yeah, TZ was good. And then Bumper, a bit different, but good. Like, he, he mm-hmm. had very high highs. And he so worked you... well because of the team he was Yeah. That was his biggest strength, was that he was on Runaway. Yeah. Well, not that he was on Titans. Yeah. So you get rid of both of those, and you go, who are we going to replace these players with? And you bring in Fisher, a team, a, a player that's been on four teams. Mm-hmm. He was the on London. The first team trade wasn't his choice. Yeah, that was fun. But then the other two after that are, you know. Yeah. He went from him. London to Glads, then Glads to uh, Seoul, then Seoul to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's I wouldn't have an issue with this pickup. If they had another main tank, like if they kept TZ, for yeah. example, or even if they kept Bumper got rid of TZ, at least they have a backup. They are yeah. fully relying on Fissure, someone who has proven to be unreliable. That's mm-hmm. my concern. And then as for Ryu Hong, he's he's great, but he's 
on is the he better than Twilight? Exactly. He's on the same team as someone who not only was a rookie of the year candidate, but was an MVP candidate last yeah. season. Ryu Hong, like, they're going to play him because he's Ryu Hong, but Twilight is better. Yeah, I, I found that so just kind of backwards. Like, it's... Hacksaw Stitch, Somensu so is a good DPS lineup. So there's mm-hmm. not much to talk about there. Janu's good. Doesn't really need a backup. Unless Janu like, was one of the best off tanks line. Yeah. And like, um, he, and here's the thing. I was going to say unless he gets sick. But even if he gets sick, I'm sure one of the DPS could step in and be a satisfactory off tank for a game. Doesn't really yeah. matter. But it's the Fissure and Ryu Hong. Ryu Hong is just... Like I, that, it doesn't make sense. No, you know, like it. If if you were picking up something for this team, it would not be a flex support. Exactly. That's not at all what I would be worried with. I honestly wouldn't have changed the team that much at all because they no. came in second last season. Yeah, and why are you changing the core of your team? Apparently, there's some internal issues as between the players and the coaches where the players are very upset with the coaches and the coaches basically just leave things up to the players like most of the strategies apparently are just like come up with by the players Hmm. just because like they don't have a good relationship so honestly if i was the gm of the vancouver titans in the mid-season i would have gotten a new coaching staff instead clearly great players maybe do a couple other pickups but like uh, but like, what do they pick up? Exactly That's the thing. We even I think we said this on a podcast where we like we don't know what changes they make. They're probably good. Yeah, just try again. You were they very literally close. almost won. They got crushed in that last game, but yeah. that's not because of. Who well, was on I their think team. that's just because of the weird preparation that uh, the shock had. Yeah, that like, who's thinking they're gonna put strike? It was. Was the striker or architect? architect? They're gonna put who? Who are they putting on a chandelier? Exactly, it was architect. No, who's thinking of that? Yeah, so I think what happened was they got crushed in the grand finals, and then the coaching staff went, "Team's bad. Team's bad. We got to blow it up." And it's like, no, it's a great team. I don't know. I just think they made a lot of big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also, and I don't know how much this affects, but it feels like it's gonna affect a lot more than it actually. They lost Harsha, yeah. who kind of felt like the coach of their team, even though he, he wasn't. He, he at he least, like... judging by like what I've heard about the relationship between players and staff, it seems like Harsha might have been the only one who cared. Yeah. Uh, and he's gone, so. Because even in all like, the videos, he... Well, not all the videos. I wasn't watching their vlog, if they have one. <laughs> but in their house tour that I watched, he seemed like he got along with all the players and they liked him. Yeah. Even though they couldn't fully talk to each other, they were like, there was a mutual respect and a like for each other. Yeah. So So. I think Vancouver still has great players. It's just, you're banking everything on a guy who's been on four teams and Ryu, you pick up Ryu Hong to sit on the bench. I mean, he, yeah, he should be on the bench. Is he going to be on the bench? Probably not. He's, He's a bigger name than Twilight, but I I know a lot of people are, not a lot of people. I say a lot of people when I see one Reddit thread. <laughs> but there was a Reddit thread about like how good is Twilight? And he was he's good. 
He's, He's good. good. So would you be okay putting Vancouver above Guangzhou? That almost feels still low, but... Because um, uh, I don't know if I want to put... You have Gladiators and Shanghai below Vancouver, but I I think both of them are... It's Seeing as I said it's probably an error in judgment, I would agree that they're below those two. Would you? Okay. Then let's leave Vancouver right above Guangzhou. Okay. Um, and then you put Shanghai right below Gladiators. I put Gladiators right below Shanghai. Let's look at let's look at Gladiators. Well, here's the one I think we should figure out before we do that. <clears throat> okay. I think it's Philly. You think Philly? I put Philly high because I believed in them for some reason, which I don't normally do. <laughs> yeah, we we generally in the past have infamously hated Philly. But when I was thinking about what they added to their team and like all the positives, I came up with a lot of positives. Yeah, there are a lot of positives. Because they've got... The DPS line was iffy, is what I'll say. But they... Carpe Equo is very good. Yeah, I think think Carpe Equo just gave up early last season. That's what I'd yes, say. I believe that too. And Ivy is also very good. He was, people forget this, but he was a rookie of the year candidate at the start of the season. I think he can probably get back to that. I think he Toronto just got unlucky with the situation. When yeah. he was playing early in the season, he was on a bad team. And then later he was benched because they wanted to show off um, yeah, they their were new doing players. Something. Yeah. Uh, Alarm is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fury is great. Yeah. I feel like even when we bad talked London last season, we'd go, but Fury's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sato is. He wasn't good last season, but also. So there's, know, there's two maybe points he on He can Sato. play better. There's a chance that he plays better with a good team around him. Mm-hmm. But also, if he doesn't. They could always just pick up another main tank. Yeah, I could. This is another team like that TZ. I could see TZ going to. Yeah. Um, and they've got Poco too, who's one of our favorite players. Yeah, I like. Well, Poco. he's a he's a favorite of the podcast. Yeah. So like, so, he, that's the thing. Even if Fury like goes out for some reason, gets tired, Poco's a decent, uh, a very very good backup. Mm-hmm. But like DPS line, Carpe EQO, great. Ivy Hisu, mm-hmm. great. Chipsa. Mm-hmm. They've specifically said he's not even going to travel with them unless, like, a big Doomfist Someone meta pops dies. up. Which, by which now the hero pool's coming in. It's like, I don't know if he's ever going to play, except for maybe, like, their first game just to be like, hey, we signed Chipsa. Yeah. And then their support line, I'm assuming it'll be Alarm, Funny Astro. Because I think yeah. Funny Astro is actually a great pickup. Alarm's obviously great. Boombox, I think, is a good backup. Mm-hmm. So I. I think this is a has potential to be a really good team. As much as I the hate Philadelphia person. Fusion, <laughs> I think this is a great roster. The only weakness is Sato, mm-hmm. but that's an easy one to deal with because a lot of good players haven't been picked up. Is not Fisher. Fisher, that's the guy that Fisher, not there. Fisher, Fisher. Yeah. Is he did he retire? I think I saw him say he retired. I think he retired, yeah. Okay, well, that's sad, but I feel like if someone goes, hey, you want money? (laughs) True. True. 
But uh, wait, so you're saying you want Philly right above Vancouver? Because mm. that's uh, that's about where I had them on my list, um, and it's quite a bit lower than where you had them on your list. Give me the the three. Who do we have left? The the ones that we have not decided the place for are Shanghai, Philly, New York, Gladiators, Rain, and Shock. Shanghai, Philly, New York, Gladiators, Shanghai. Well, we've decided Shock. Yeah, we've just... Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, figure it out in my head. So we've got to synthesize this list of five. I think we put Philly then Shanghai, then Gladiators, is what I would do. Is that from bottom to top? From bottom to top. Philly, Shanghai, Gladiators. Yes. Thinking about it now. So can we look at Gladiators? Yes, we can. So I wasn't high on the team until I looked at the roster, and then I was high on the team. There's one big question mark, though. Is that their DPS? Yeah. That was my question mark, too. So I think their tank line's great. I think Space OG is a great tank line. And then even if somehow they both suck, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen, but if they do, I think Bishu is a great backup. And then I think LH Cloudy is good enough. Mm-hmm. And um, they have one of the best support lines in the league. Yeah. Shaz and uh, Big Goose is great. Paintbrush apparently is really good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that they wish he was on a different team so he could actually get some playtime. But yeah, um, their DPS are the big question mark. Birdering needs to do well. Yeah, which he hasn't in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's that's a question mark. And then, do we know much about Mir and Jaru? Uh, apparently, Mir is really good. Apparently, Jaru's good, but um. Like, not great, but apparently, mm-hmm. like, like when uh, I was watching Platt Chat talk about them, they were like, Mirror's good, Birdering has potential to be great, but, like, mm-hmm. isn't very reliable. So, like, you go, okay, you've got one good DPS and one unreliable DPS. Who do we get to back them up? And then they said Jaru, another unreliable DPS, so apparently he's not very reliable. Mm-hmm. Or not very stable. Basically, they yeah. said there's potential for these three to all flake out. Yeah, and that's that's pretty big, especially coming from one of the more consistent DPS. He wasn't extremely consistent, but Sure4 was pretty consistent. Decay was fairly consistent. Mm. Uh, but the strength of the gladiators, gladiators has always kind of been their tank play and their healing. Yeah. And even more so their healing, because last season their tank play was kind of bad and their healers were just incredible. Yeah. And so, they still did fairly well in a diff- in a tough conference. Yeah, some people are saying OG might flake out, but I don't think he will. I think he flaked out because he was... I think Dallas was just a bad situation. Dallas was just bad, and I think he felt a lot of pressure as well. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, he ha- he's a very young prospect who has the potential to j- pull Dallas out of the dirt. And I think he was like, mm-hmm. I can't. So I think with a good team around him. And he said he specifically... I think he said he was... He almost went to Toronto, mm-hmm. but then heard that space was at Glad's, so he went 
because Space and him apparently have wanted to play together for a while. So I think that that'll be well, a great good. DPS or a great tank lineup. Yeah, and Space was kind of the bright spot on uh, Valiant last season. Yeah, and I'm glad that he's not playing there anymore. I'm glad that no one on that Valiant team last season is playing there, even though I like them a lot, and Except they did really KSF. well at the end of the season. Yeah. And McGravy, but, uh, I think. Yeah, McGravy's on there. And uh, Shax. Yeah. Long neck. <laughs> Long neck. Uh, yeah, so I I think their tanks are a pretty big upgrade over how Roar and Void played last season. Mm, agreed. You could say... Maybe if Roar and Void play again, they're equal, but I don't. They weren't equal last season at all. No. Big Goose and Shaz are still probably top three to five in yeah, the league. Definitely the best non-Korean yeah. support lineup. Uh, And last season, their DPS was good. good. And this season, their DPS is worse. Yeah. So, but has potential to be good. Yeah. I'd, it's a so I'd say this. So you said Philly, then Shanghai, then Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd, put Shanghai above Gladiators. I'd say, because when we were talking about Philly, we didn't say many downsides other than Sado. That's true, but I still don't like them. <laughs> I'd maybe Gladiators. Philly, Shanghai. I think Shanghai is the best of the, the three. three. I'd agree. After us talking about gladiators and me realizing that... So I like gladiators. It's the just gladiators their DPS are too much weaknesses. of a question mark. Yeah. So yeah. So gladiators above Vancouver, but below Philly and Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to put a tier break. I would agree with that. There. So this tier is from top to bottom. Shanghai, Philly, gladiators... Vancouver, Guangzhou. I'd say that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Now we're in and the now top tier. Yeah. So I put Atlanta low, but obviously after discussing, they are higher. So let's look at Atlanta. Because right. Atlanta is probably the most hyped team this season. Or at least the like, team with the most where, expectations, yeah. From year to year, they've gained in hype the most. the most yeah is which is crazy because last season they had defran <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah they've got so much hype going in mostly because their dps lineup is arguably the best with erster mm-hmm. and edison and then baby bay sharp as backups like baby yeah. bay sharp's decent but erster edison is nut mm-hmm. like i've done and two then... fantasy drafts so far and erster was my first choice in both fucking got him got him uh yeah their tanks pokepo's good pokepo's mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. gator's on a two-way gator's no longer on a two-way gator's no longer on a two-way i still don't think he's playing as their really tank he's a main tank what is oh he's a main tank hawk is okay. the well um... i think pokepo's playing over him I, I disagree. Are you sure? So, he was good on Sigma in the playoffs. Yeah, but he... See, he didn't even play Sigma on Atlanta Academy, though. Hawk played Sigma. Okay. And Gator played... What was played? Arisa. Arisa. 
So, I think that the tank line will be Gator Hawk, just because they have the synergy and they're both very good. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: even if even if neither of them play, I think Puck Poe and F- Fried were gr- very good last season. I would agree. So I think overall, no matter what's played, I think their tank line is very solid. And then they're healing. Massa and Dogman and Fire. And Kodak. Kodak is back as well. Is Kodak Kodak's not on a two way. No. So did you see their their roster reveal thing? So I hate the videos because I don't wanna watch them. See, most of the videos were like um like montages, right? Mm-hmm. But theirs was the end game the Avengers end game trailer, but shot with them. <laughs> Where it was like them talking, like Baby Bay says, like, they really did it. The shock wiped out every team in the playoffs <laughs> instead of, like, wiped out every living creature or whatever. And then the best part was at the end, uh, Fried goes, who's that? And Baby Bay, like, looks out. And then <laughs> it shows the monitor where, like, Ant-Man was like, hey, it's me, Scott Lang. You remember me from, we met a year ago or whatever. But it's Kodak going, hey, it's Kodak. You do remember me from last season because <laughs> he was on the team for like a month. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think that uh, I don't know much about fire, but just having backups. For Apparently fire is very game. strong. Physically or in game? Physically. <laughs> but I yeah, I think Massa and Dogman are good, but uh, I think both of them having someone to compete with is going to be good. Yeah, cuz I I would say before they got those pickups I was just going to say that Dogman is the like Mass is good, but Dogman spells Dustin with two T's. Really? Unless this is a typo. I hope it's a typo. Let's see. Let's I'm on Wikipedia right now. So let's see. It's on this page too. It's on Wikipedia. He spells it with two T's. I don't like that. Well, he doesn't spell it with two T's. His parents Cut him. did that. Cut him. Okay, yeah. Cut him from the team. <laughs> Bad spelling. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, I, I think the support line was the biggest weakness. Um, mm. And I'd say I'd say it still is, but I think having Fire and Kodak there as like pressure and as backups mm-hmm. makes this team much stronger. Yeah. I am a, a little worried about the team. And it's not me saying they're going to be dead last. I'm just saying, like, I'm always worried when we're predicting the top ones because teams could just flame out. Like, I remember last season I didn't want to put San Francisco high because I was worried they were going to flame out. And then they just crashed. Yeah. Yeah, I remember last season, like, I had them first. Or no, I think I had them second. But then you had them, like, sixth. And I was like, why are they sixth? And you're like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> like your, your reasoning was just you didn't want to jinx it yeah so i, I i'm feeling the same as well because i really liked watching this team last season it's a fun it's a fun team to root for yeah uh but you know i feel like there's also something that could just not click yeah so and they're we've agreed like that they're trying to live up to expectations that they previously had yeah and then they don't fall on that when they like don't really realize that they can just play and they'll be fine because i think this is a playoff team through and through yeah so i i just I, don't want them to fall low 
So this this is a weird situation where like I put them second. I don't think they're gonna finish second. You think? I just think they have the second most potential to be good. Yeah. Like basically, I did my tier list. It's like their chance to be the best team. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily where they'll place. They have a very high upside. Yeah. Uh, Uh. so basically, yeah. the debate we need to have is who's better because we we know San Francisco's on top. So the debate yeah. is who's better, Atlanta or New York? Is the let's question. look at New York because I don't like New York. <laughs> All right, you did put them above think, Atlanta, but you remember last season we talk about them and be like their mentality is just not good yeah it was we we discussed it as a we're new york we're good let's not prepare for playoffs yeah we 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 compared them to vancouver saying vancouver can start losing a match and then come back and win new york as soon as they start losing they lose yeah so this team (coughs) excuse me added some pretty big names yeah but they're also trying to replace a big name Namely, one big name. Mecco. Which is Mecco. Mm-hmm. Who was, aside from Mono, was the bright spot in the team the whole last season. Yeah. Or at the least time. the most consistent. Because even, well, yeah. even Jonak had some down games. Yeah, um, even Jonak had some down games. Onimo, it's a little harder to judge on Onimo. Onimo's, Onimo is just reliable. He's not like yeah. a standout crazy performer, but he's very reliable. Um... Yeah. It, it's a. I just don't want this team to be the same mentally that they were last season. And I hope they're not. Well, they also changed their coaching staff. And um, I think that's going to be a big change. But also, the players have to buy in. That's true. Well, New York's always kind of been a passive team, like, they've had a very passive style. Mm-hmm. And it's worked for them for the most part. Um, but as yeah. soon as that stops working, they don't know what to do. I think this season we're going to see them be a, a more aggressive team where they're much more on the offensive, mm-hmm. um, especially with players like Hotba. Um, and uh, I don't know how much playtime he's going to get because they'll probably just train him and see what happens. But I think who are you could – to have a ton of potential. I hope they're a little more aggressive with who are you than they were with Flower. Yeah, I hope they actually give him a chance instead of only yeah. playing him when they're already losing. Because Flower honestly could have probably been one of the best players in the league last season. They they but gave him a chance in stage played. four, and he did well. Yeah. But it wasn't enough because they, yeah. I don't know. That was a disappointment. That they didn't give him enough of a chance. So, is Hotba playing consistent, off, like, off-tank? Or is Bianca going to play? Because uh, Hotba's very good. is very good. I wouldn't fully consider him a championship starting off-tank. No. I'd consider him... I think he's a great asset to have on a team. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be like, now that's one of the best off tanks in the world. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if 
Hotba comes in when, especially with the hero pools, if Hotba comes in when there's a weird, unexpected thing happening, where it's like, yeah, oh, it's we like don't know double, what to play. If it's double shield, I see Hotba coming in. Yeah. But I think Bianca might be a very good, like, hey, we got to play D.Va. Um, uh, or if, I don't or know. Or like Ryan Zarya or something. I basically I think, think some, playing. yeah, I think some weeks you'll just look at the heroes that are banned and be like, oh, it's just going to be like a normal week, in which case. Is it? I don't know this, but are hero bans in the league week to week? The, I think they're like, going to start week to week, but there's a chance, or maybe, I think it might be every two weeks. Not sure. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be two DPS, one tank, one healer blocked each okay. week. So I think I think if they look at the he- players blocked or the heroes blocked and they're like, oh, that doesn't really affect anything, then maybe they'll play Bianca. But I think if they're like, ooh, ooh, that's weird. I don't know yeah, what to do. I... Then they'll probably play Hotba. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think Sabiobi is going to play much unless all of a sudden Tracer becomes powerful because of some blocked heroes. It'll probably uh, be Nene Libero, maybe some Who Are You. Yeah, that's kind of what I don't like. I I want them to play Who Are You a lot. You want them but to play Who Are You a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would love for Who Are You to... I think Nene and Libero are great, but I, I mean... This team is going to be one of the best teams no matter who they play. Yeah. So I want them to play people that aren't might not play a lot and just test it out and see. Here's what they should do. When when you're facing a team like Boston or Valiant, Paris, mm-hmm. just throw who are you in there. Mm-hmm. If he if he doesn't do well, then train him on what he like do what you do with players. Train him on what he's not good at so he gets better. If he does well, then maybe play him against a slightly better team next time. It's like, mm. that's how and players I, improve. Uh Oh, Mandu's not going to be able to play for a bit this season. Yeah, he's June 2002. Oh. He was born. It's going to be a bit. So, he's got a, a while, so I'm not... But still, Jonak Anamo's probably one of the best. Probably, probably top two DPS lineup. Or, sorry, top two support lineup. Probably... Yeah, Shock. Top two, top three. Shock and Vancouver and New York are kind of jockeying. They're kind of interchangeable, yeah. And then we'll see how, like, Philly and Atlanta and Glads and... We'll see. You know, maybe Guangzhou gets in there. Actually, Shanghai has a lot of potential to That's true. get a fatty support lineup. Well. Which we didn't really mention when we were talking about Shanghai, so I guess I should mention this briefly. But they have Fleta. Fleta's a great pickup for Shanghai. Oh, yeah. We didn't really yeah, mention that's that. True. But, uh, yeah. Only Fleta. What the fuck? What? Nothing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Would you say? I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize, sir. So, just judging by what we've talked about. I think we put New York above Atlanta. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, see, I didn't, but I'd agree with you. Um, And also, if we're looking at, you put Atlanta lower... And I put New York and Atlanta right beside each other. So, yeah, I'd say New York above Atlanta. I think Atlanta has more potential than New York to be, like, a golden stage kind of team, even though there aren't stages. Atlanta? Um, yeah, I think Atlanta has more potential to do I that. I think they have the potential to be, like, a very long streak team. Yeah. Like, probably five weeks where they just go on a map. 
I could see that happening. Yeah, but I do think New York is more reliable. We're like, sure, they won't go on a crazy win streak, but I think they might like win five in a row, lose one, win five in a row, lose one, that kind of thing. Like, I think yeah. I think it's the kind of thing where I think Atlanta could, like, hypothetically, Atlanta could have the longest win streak, but New York at the end of the season would have a better record than Atlanta. Yeah. So, that's our rankings. I'm going to read them out. You can see them on screen. Calder can't, so I'm going to read them out. You want to talk about... Let's. I guess we should talk about San Francisco. Even though they're at number one, we should just talk about them. Yes. The, we both know this team is very good. Yeah. Did we know this in season one? No, we did not. Well, he, we knew that they weren't trying to be number one season one, right? I knew that halfway through the season because yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Well, you chose them as your favorite team because you liked the orange diva skin. And now that's gone. Now it's so, got a different skin who's now. Who's the cuck now? Yeah. Huh? Well, now you've got like a legacy skin. That's true. I do have a legacy. I I bought a, I I did buy a bunch of like Florida skins before the skins changed because I was like I yeah. gotta get that McDonald. Are you gonna use them? Probably yeah, not. I'm using the away Florida skin for Sigma because it looks good with his golden balls, mm-hmm. and then I'm using the home one for Torbjorn to look disgusting. I I want to. Oh, actually, never mind. This isn't applicable. I was gonna say I want to. Your point about Atlanta, New York, how New York will fin- likely will finish higher, but Atlanta might have a longer win streak. Mm. I was going to say, actually, no, it does, because Vancouver finished above uh, San Francisco. Mm. But but Shock had the longest win streak. Yeah, in the golden stage. stage. Yeah, So it's very much uh, like that. Yeah. So what did the Shock do in the offseason? They, uh, lost... they got rid of Nevix. Nevix, yes, and they picked up Ans, Ans, or Ans, Anus. They picked up Anus. <laughs> so they're That's already stuff. deep. <laughs> <laughs> they're already deep DPS lineup got deeper. Yeah, and they lost one of the more synergy tanks. Yeah, well, they lost. Like Nevix is good. I love Nevix, but they lost a bench boy. Yeah. But like he's all, he was also important. That's the, true. Like the development of these players. Yeah. Mostly Troy Oban. Yeah. And probably Super too, honestly. That's true. It is inter- it might will be interesting to see if there is any drop off. Drop off for Choi with Nevix not being there. I, yeah. I don't think there if there is, I don't think it'll be huge, but it'll be interesting no. to see. Uh Yeah, so they've got five DPS again, which worked pretty well. Actually, no, they didn't have five DPS. They had four. But, it, had four, it, yeah. you know, it, every other part of this team is very good, mm-hmm. and the, including the DPS. Like, Moth and Violet are probably, right now, the best support duo in the league. Super and Choyobin are probably top. At the end of the finals, they were probably the best tanks in the league yeah top three well super didn't play a lot in the finals it was or in that like the well, playoffs yeah. it was a i should have, i should add smurf because smurf's also yeah. very good the, the nice thing about super and smurf is they don't overlap a lot yeah they complement each other very well yes they are very good and like neither of them have really seemed like they are competing either mm-hmm. they're it just seems both like they, they like both each work other. well and i think I think Super knows what he's good and bad at. Yeah. 
which makes it easier. Yeah. So I think tank and support's great. And as far as DPS, I think you could literally play any two of the DPS together, and they'd be better than most teams' DPS lineups. Yeah. Thinking right now what two in the league. Maybe maybe Atlanta, because we talked about like uh Erster yeah. and Edison. Maybe Erster and Edison. Maybe New if, York, maybe Shanghai, but that's it probably for me. Uh, or I guess the possibility of Vancouver. Just yeah, um, I was thinking Vancouver, adding Vancouver too, but that's it. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: with all of those, uh, there's still potential for any two of these paired up to be equal to a lot of those. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's, like, Rascal is unbelievably flexible. Rascal's probably in my top five favorite players in the league. I just love Rascal. Mm-hmm. Um, Sinatra is obviously great. Striker and Architect were... What I love about this team is Striker and Architect were benched for, like, the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. But then they came in and just crushed and were so good. Yeah. Uh, When they came in. It wasn't like... They were getting bitter on the bench. They were just mm-hmm. like, "It's not our time." And then it was their time, and they came in and popped off. So, and I think I think that'll be good for Ans to have uh, people that like each other mm-hmm. to look up to and help them. Yeah, because it seems like this whole team, which is, I think, extremely important, that they all seem to like each other. Yeah, like there was and, the, like Super was streaming when all the Korean players were leaving to go home. Mm-hmm. And he just like said one sec, guys, and then he played like "Bad Day" by like what's his name? Uh, Chris Daughtry? No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Powder. There we go. So he American just played, Idol goodbye song. Yeah. So they played. He just played that, and then just in the background, you just see him giving b- the biggest hugs to all of them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that's great. That's a great team right there. That I just the- feel like. San That's Francisco's... something I value. Yeah. What what would you call it? Atmosphere. Synergy? Atmosphere. The team atmosphere is very, very good. And this is where I think Vancouver knowingly and unknowingly kind of hurt himself mm-hmm. in getting rid of probably the core of... Bumper's kind like of been synergy. the leader Yeah. for quite a while now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, San Francisco very solid. Yeah, uh, that's obviously everyone. these can fluctuate. Like these aren't hard ratings. I don't even consider them us saying these are where these teams are going to finish. Yeah, I think it's more. Also, should these... I put another tier break right under San Francisco? <laughs> Just because no. I have it, I have another tier break. Uh, I guess you can. I'm just gonna. I do think it for we fun. talked. There's nothing negative about this team. No. Except for maybe... Oh, yeah, and coaching staff. We should just mention that Krusty is very Yeah, coaching staff is insane. And I think it's actually going to help these guys because they seem to be very... Um, like, they seem to be practicing a lot more than... I don't want to say they needed to, but than they maybe should have. Because mm. they do interviews with, like... Sinatra and Super, and they'd be like, I'm practicing playing 12 hours a day. Yeah. 
And I think the fact that they have these mandated breaks where they can't play is going to help them a lot because then they can kind of rest yeah, and think about other stuff because, again, it brings some personal experience into this. When I was playing sports, I'd always find when we had like a week or two break, like a Christmas break or something, I'd come back and I'd like have thought about stuff and be a little better because I'd have... I'd You've got the drive because you're not fatigued, right? Yeah, and I'd get out of that mode of like constant, constant working on these specific things where I think about something else for a little while mm-hmm. and then come back and be like, oh, that's a different way of doing that that I never have. Yeah, agreed. So I think that could help them too. Yeah. So just yeah. to go through our power rankings, the official Broverwatch preseason power rankings, as discussed and debated for about an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, this felt very long. Yeah, I, before the podcast, long. I was thinking of being like, hey, let's try and keep this around 45 minutes. But even if I said that, we weren't going to be able to. No. I think this is an episode. It's our first comeback episode, baby. I threw him out. Oh, you... Remember when I crinkled the paper for oh, 45 seconds? Oh, yeah, you did that. Seconds? And then I went... Yeah, all right. So, let's just go through this. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome. I'm going to do it for you. You do do it for me. Uh, so, first place on our power rankings, uh, top to bottom, it goes San Francisco Shock, kind of unanimous. Uh, tier break, because San Francisco is obvious, so I feel like it's worth a tier break. Why not? Uh, mm-hmm. New York Excelsior, Atlanta Rain, tier break, Shanghai Dragons, Philadelphia Fusion, Los Angeles Gladiators, Vancouver Titans, Guangzhou Charge. I'd say that tier is probably mm-hmm. the most McFag. fluid. Those those could place anywhere amongst each other, I think. Yeah. Uh, so then after Guangzhou, there's a tier break. And then Seoul, Houston, Hangzhou, Washington. I'd say the, that's like the question mark tier where they could be very yeah. good or very bad. That's like a Peaker Valley tier, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, then tier break, we've got Chengdu Hunters, Toronto Defiant, Florida Mayhem, Dallas Fuel. So these... I feel like that's also a high upside tier. Yeah. These are teams that have or made good moves and have good parts, but <clears throat> have some glaring weaknesses, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then a tier break, and then the bottom tier we have London Spitfire, Paris Eternal, Los Angeles Valiant, and Boston Uprising. And these three yeah. or these four are all teams that kind of just blew up their roster and are starting fresh. Paris yeah. a little less so, but they're like in a transition phase. It's kind of yeah, it's a transition season for Paris. And honestly, Paris could probably get up to the halfway, maybe play ins yeah. if they play well in the first half. Uh it it's just hard for me to put them above other teams that are going to have their team together for the whole season agreed i'm i'm pretty happy with this list i am too i uh i actually like it better than my list because you that's helped bring up some points <laughs> yeah that's the point of this whole episode <laughs> so that's our tier list i will uh not only post this up the episode uh but i will also uh download this image and post it on our twitter to go along with it um so that everyone and can scrutinize it we're gonna start doing this again yeah so this is our first episode back and we will hopefully what uh, if we called this one season three episode one season three episode one of the burrover watch yeah well i know you can like make seasons of shows on youtube maybe i'll see if i can do that okay 
Just mm. so what's just so we're not episode eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a little new start, a little fresh start, because we took off what three months? Not two three months. Uh, I guess it's February now, so yeah, probably two months, maybe two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, maybe it's, that's a good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. All Once right. in a while, you're smart. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> so thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're back, baby. Brover Watch is back. Uh, if you want to join my Minecraft word, you got to buy a really long cable yeah you gotta get a big ethernet cable to get land with calder's minecraft thank you everybody yep. for uh tuning in we're back um if you liked the video share it with your friends and family uh even if they don't like overwatch or know what it is uh mm-hmm. maybe they listen to this on a podcatcher is oh, what yeah. they're called yeah subscribe follow yeah. whatever yeah yeah and uh, US, maybe guess? maybe do what Justin Bieber wants people to do with Yummy and just leave our podcasts on mute. That's a very good idea. <laughs> playing on repeat. What a dumb. Put it on a download it. Put it on a playlist by itself. Yep. Turn the volume down, not off. Okay. And then play it while you sleep. Cause hey, you're sleeping. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like it's going to fuck up your My Spotify. At Listen, the end guys, of the year. I know my song is abysmal and no one likes it, but I got to get those streams up. Who wrote that? Him. <laughs> I'm He definitely he didn't write it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode. Glad to be back. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Your heart is a rock. Your heart is Iraq. Sorry, I'm in sunglasses mode. Sorry. Oh, okay. Ready?